Hello, and welcome to Talk to Tate Tuesdays. As always, thank you for spending five to seven minutes of your week with me, unless we have guests. So friends, I want to start off today by asking you a question. How many haters do you have in your life? How many haters do you have that they're just bothered by your success, right? And I hope that this podcast brings something for our young listeners, our in-between listeners, and what we consider our mature listeners. You know, I, I think the most important thing is to remember is most haters don't hate the person. They hate your successes. You know, in, in Shakespeare's Othello, Iago didn't hate Othello. He hated the fact that Othello was so successful including when in the heart of Desdemona. You guys should read that sometime. It's a pretty good story. And for you biblical scholars, Ahab never hated Naboth, nor did Cain hate his brother. Their actions stemmed from jealousy of the other person's success. So friends, what successes are you having that is attracting your haters? And and you, you need to understand that your talent And your successes, no matter how impressive they are, your haters will always find a way to try to downplay your successes. You know, I want to share a story with you that my sister Valerie uh, imparted to me. It's a pretty good story. It's about this guy. He has his dog named Blue. And this guy loves his dog, Blue, right? He thinks it's the best dog in the world. And his neighbor has 10 dogs. And the neighbor doesn't understand why this guy thinks his dog, Blue, is so great. So the neighbor goes to him one day and says, Hey, look, tomorrow I want to test your dog to see really what his dog skills are. And the guy said, Okay, fine. So the next morning, the neighbor picks them up. They go out to a, to a dog track, right? And he says, I want to see how fast your dog can run. And they put the dog on the track. They put old Blue on the track. And uh, they set off the electronic rabbit. Blue chases almost right even with the rabbit down down the track. And someone says, oh, wow, he just broke the world's dog speed record. And everybody's like impressed, right? And so the neighbor's like, okay, fine, fine. He says, okay, that's one test. Tomorrow, I'm going to test him in another area. Meet me here tomorrow morning. And the guy says, okay, fine. So they meet the neighbor the next morning, and uh, they drive up to some hills, right? And the neighbor said, Last night, I drove up here and I hit a shoe. And here's the other shoe. I'm going to let Blue smell it. And I wanted to go out there and find my shoe. And the owner says, okay, fine. He says, here, Blue, smell this. Okay, go find the shoe, Blue. And Blue takes off running, right? And the neighbor's thinking to himself, there's no way Blue is ever going to find this shoe because I hit it in a tree. He can't even reach the shoe. But much to his surprise, about 10 minutes later, here comes Blue with the shoe in his mouth. The owner's like, good dog, Blue. And now the neighbor's really mad, right? He's like, fine. I'm gonna give Blue one more test. Meet me here tomorrow. And the guy said, okay, fine. So the next morning they meet, they drive out to a lake. And the neighbor says, I wanna see how well your dog can fetch a stick. And so the neighbor takes a stick and he throws it to the middle of the lake. And the owner says, go get the stick, Blue. And friends, Blue goes out to the lake and he starts walking on the water. He's walking on top of the water. He goes out to the stick. He picks it up and he walks back on top of the water to the shore. And he lays the stick down at his owner's feet. And the owner's like, good dog, Blue. 
and the neighbor says, mm, I knew it. I knew it all the time. That dog can't even swim. Friends, the point being, no matter how successful you are, your haters are going to try to find a way to downplay your accomplishments. You know, my whole life I've gone to church, and one scripture that you learn early is Matthew 5, 43 to 48. And it says that we are supposed to love and pray for those who persecute us, right? And fast forward to 2007. Now, watching television one night, and I see this comedian, uh, Cat Williams, and he brought everything full circle for me. During this uh, standard routine, he, talks, he talked about how we should thank our haters and how our haters actually make us better. They bring us success. You know, they make us go out and work that extra hour. They make us actually go out and put in that extra mile. So friends, what I'm telling you today is you're going to have haters. If you're successful, you're going to have haters. I'm embarrassed to say this, but I remember growing up, I knew a guy who was always doing the right thing and I didn't hate him, but I hated his successes because yes, I was a hater and I've apologized to him since then. So friends, 15 years since 2007 and 2000 years since Matthew 5, uh, the, the, the sentiment still stands true. And what I'm telling you to do today is invite your haters out to lunch. And when you guys are sitting there, you should let them know that they are the reason that the two of you are dining five star. So friends, today's words come from the band Nirvana. And they go, what else should I be? All apologies. What else could I say? I wish I was like you, easily amused. Find my nest of salt. Everything is my fault. I'll take all the blame. Aqua sea foam shame. Sunburn, freezer burn, choking on the ashes of my enemies. Friends, I will see you next Tuesday.